Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. Everyone, welcome back. Here we are once again back on the cover to cover podcast. It is pouring rain here in Los Angeles, California for the last couple of days. So we're soaked and wet and the studio we are in is flooded, but we are still going to do this for you. How are you? I hope you're all having a great week. Um, let's get started. Um, I just came from uh, Rochester, New York this weekend. I was up there. Thank you to all the people who came. I had a great, great, great weekend, and it was so much fun. It's a great club. Comedy at the Carlson. Um, thanks to all those guys up there who make that place fun, and everyone who came out, a lot of uh, cover-to-cover people, a lot of Juicy Scoop people, a lot of Juicy Scoop people who had no idea I had a podcast. I'm trying to spread the word here as much as I can, but maybe I'm not doing a good job. So I have a podcast uh, here, too. So. If you guys who are listening are also juicy scoopers and whatever, go out and tell everybody, man, because the guy who runs this podcast network was just here and he was telling us we're doing very well, but get it out there, get it out there, tell everybody, come down, watch. Well, you know, we'll have fun. I think it's fun. I'm having fun doing it. Hope you're having fun listening to it. And, uh, and that's that. I have some other dates coming up. We'll get to those in a minute and then come out and see it live because it's real fun. I'm as good as I've been in a while right now. And that could change uh, any day. So you never know. Get it while it's hot. All right. Here we are. We're back. Um, it, it, I guess the government's still shut down, right? We're still shut down here in America, whatever that means. I hope you are not one of those people that it affects. If you are, my apologies. It must suck to have to go. Some of them have to go to work and not get checks. I guess I hope you eventually get a check. I think you do. But still, I mean, I know some people don't have savings and even one check uh, will, will fuck up your, your you know, your, your life. So. And I've been noticing it a little bit as I'm out on the road, and I have been quite quite a bit lately um, in the TSA because they they are government employees, I believe, and not getting paid. And they weren't honestly. Let's you know, let's they weren't great to begin with. So any any type of um, you know thing that they needed to not be any better, they took. And so now the lines are real long to get through, and uh, because they don't care anymore, so they'll just uh, let you wait forever. And so now, I if you're going anywhere in the next couple of days or weeks or however long this thing lasts, I suggest you get there two three hours in advance because it's getting nuts. And um, I feel bad for them. You know, it does suck that you the people aren't getting paid. But still, I got to get to my gigs, man. 
Come on, let me get through. And I'm not any trouble. Let me through. I'm not, I don't, I, everything is in three ounce containers. I don't have any guns and shit in my bag. I'm not causing any trouble. Like my medals are out. I'm traveling. Like it, you, there should be a line for people who have their shit together. We all know who we are. We all travel, you know, the people who travel extensively throughout the country, we should be able to get in a line going, we got this. We do, we do it every weekend. We're good. Let us go through. And then you, you, the other folks who, who travel once or twice a year, you guys go into the lane where you, some of you are trying to get in, you know, 72 ounce bottles of Pantene still. You're trying to get that on the plane. You guys go in that line where you have mayonnaise in your, in your like a big jar of mayonnaise in your suitcase. I don't know why. They do. I mean, I, you should see the shit I see pulled out of people's suitcases. They're like, they got mayonnaise everywhere. You don't have to travel with mayonnaise. You can get mayonnaise at, upon your arrival at your destination. There'll be mayonnaise or whatever crazy shit they just pulled out of your or your um thing. So anyway, get get your get your shit together because we all got to move through that airport quickly. And um and the government shutdown has affected. I mean, I, I don't get political on this podcast because I understand people's. Um, love of Donald Trump. I understand why he appeals to certain people and I, I get it. But you have to admit, if you saw this morning or yesterday, that he was serving Big Macs and McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's to the um, the national champions, uh, Cornell. Uh, who was it? Cornell or Clem Clemson? Clemson. Clemson, uh, national champion college football team came to the White House for, you know, to get whatever they do from the president when they win the championship. Uh, and he had a buffet of fast food set out for them, uh, of Big Macs, French fries. He talked about it. He stood behind this table of like stacks of Big Macs. And just basically said to everyone, these are wonderful foods, American food, beautiful food, great food, lots of French fries, very, very many French fries. These are the things he's saying. And I know people like him, but you have to admit sometimes the shit is bizarre. Like him standing behind stacks of Big Macs and it's, it's fucking laughable. And I understand maybe college kids like Big Macs, but he said it's because of the, the, the government shutdown is the reason why it happened. Because the, I guess the employees who work at the White House are furloughed because the government shutdown, they were not able to make food. So he went out and on his own dime, he bought a bunch of Big Macs. Like this is getting, this is fucking bizarro world, right? He bought a bunch of Big Macs for these kids and the kids ate the Big Macs and and that's the way we're at. And that's where we're at right now. So, I mean, I hope the kid, like, hey, listen, a Big Mac's fine. I mean, I've had one. I haven't had one in a while, but if there's one at a table for free at a party, I'll have it. But if I went to the White House to, to accept my my um, award for being the national champion, I would hope for a little more than a Big Mac. Like, I could get a Big Mac. You know, I don't have to win the national championship or the World Series to get a fucking Big Mac. I can go, I'll walk across the street right now and get one. How do you like that? Uh, it'll be a Korean Big Mac, but nonetheless, a Big Mac. <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah, that was that was crazy shit. And uh, so that's where I woke up to this morning. And I wanted to get to that because as, as I, as you, you know, I said, we, we do it cover to cover. And that's, that was the cover story that I woke up to this morning. Then I watched the football games this weekend. I watched both the AFC and the NFC games and there were really no surprises. I believe New Orleans Saints were, you know, they, they finally got it together and won that game. New England Patriots look way better than anyone thought they would and just look like the New England Patriots and won that game. And then the Rams, of course, won easily. And uh, who was the other one? That was one more. 
Anyway, I forgot who it was. But anyway, they'll and they'll, now they'll all be playing each other next week, so we'll see what happens in that. But the reason why I bring it up is because during uh, while I was watching the games, I saw a commercial for um, Celebrity Big Brother is now coming on. Celebrity Big Brother, I believe it's CBS, coming on CBS. And they announced the new celebrities who will be coming on Celebrity Big Brother. And it's, you know, the regular crew of like, you know, B, C-list celebrities who do all these shows. They just move from one of these shows to the next. And you know who they are. It's um, Lindsay Lohan's mom and and uh, Tom Green, the comedian, and some other people that I, some that I didn't know and most I did know f- just from this. Anthony Scaramucci from the White House is, is on it. And then it gets to the end of the commercial and they go, and... One more, and he, you see a guy from the back, and he turns around, and it's Kato Kalen. And he says, if anyone knows how to be a house guest, it's me. <laughs> and everyone laughs. I'm like, do we just do like a, like a joke about him being O.J. Simpson's house guest? Who, O.J. Simpson? Let's not forget, cut off the heads of two fucking people. <laughs> two of and, house and guests. And like, this was done as a laugh line on the commercial. I know it's been quite some time since it happened. But still, it seemed bizarre. Like the people over at CBS told, you think maybe we should light, you know, maybe should we make the commercial that light and fun and have him as like the big surprise? Yeah, like, ah, talk about a crazy house guest. Remember when I was with that murderer for a while? I mean, that's fucking crazy. But whatever. It, I just thought the whole thing was bizarre. So now Cato Kalen is on it too. Which, I mean, talk about a guy who's gotten some mileage out of um, that thing, just being like in the house that OJ was in when that all happened. Cato has been running with this shit for 25 years now, I think, or close to it. So anyway, he'll be on Celebrity Big Brother if you want to watch that. That's still his claim to fame for the last 25 years. What else years. could it possibly be? You know, like, like I, don't, I don't blame the guy in a way because I guess... I mean, I I guess Cato was trying to be an actor and a comedian or whatever when it all went down. So he got screwed over by it. He didn't ask to be that, you know, in, involved in it. So his life was kind of over at that point as far as like movies and TV went. Not that he was probably going to do anything anyway because he's a bit of a goofball, I think. But um, so he had to do something like it, I, I mean, it was either go get a job at, at, at Lowe's or Home Depot, which would have been fine, or try and make something of this. And he did like he's still going. I don't know if he makes real money. I, I actually saw him last week. We got our hair cut in the same place. I did not know this, but there's a fantastic Sam's. That's right. Fantastic Sam's in Burbank. Man of the people. You better believe it. And I walk into my fantastic Sam's. It's a bunch of like Armenian ladies who will cut your hair. And, uh, I, I'm, I always get a little nervous when the people cutting my hair have horrible hair, but this plate, there's not one woman who has, they all look like they just got off the boat from Armenia and have like, they're wearing like frocks and just have hair of like a woman who just milked a cow. But yet they do a good job. Kato's got nice hair. My hair's pretty decent. The day, the, the day I saw Kato there, you get Fritz Coleman. Who, for those of you who don't know Fritz Coleman, he's our weatherman here in, uh, in Los Angeles and has been for many, many years. Also a comedian. Fritz is there getting his haircut, as is Garrett Morris, original Saturday Night Live member. Now, I think he was on, last thing I saw him on was uh, two girl, two broke girls. So uh, Garrett Morris, Fritz Coleman, Fritz, Kato Kalen, and my, we should we could have literally shut the doors of that that uh, Fantastic Sam's and did our own uh, Big Brother house. We could have just locked us in <laughs> for 30 days have and with the Armenian women the Armenian and women. filmed that fucking TV show. It would have been better than probably the CBS Big Brother. Anyway, so that was uh, that. Now let's get into some other crazy 
stories from, uh, uh, we're going to go with the New York Post today because it's just easier for me to read and it is it does have some salacious topics. The cover of today's New York Post is this um, girl who was just found after being like uh, held hostage for three months. Her name is Jamie. Uh, Jamie, I, I'm, I'm not sure of her last name. I can find it here somewhere. Um, Gordon? No, Gordon, Wisconsin was where it happened. Jamie Gloss, Kloss, 13 years old. Jamie Kloss is her name. And uh, she does a fucked up story. And now more and more is coming out about what happened. So this guy who who abducted her, 21-year-old. Uh, do you know anything about this story? I don't Alex? know. Okay, no. well, I'll cut. This, first of all, it's in, it's in Wisconsin, like in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin. If now seeing the pictures of the house that not only she lived in, that he lived in, you're, they're like in the middle of the woods. And so there's no nobody to hear you scream or even escaping like this girl did. She probably had to walk quite a distance to get to anything. It's not like here in Los Angeles where you can walk next door and there's somebody right there. So anyway, this kid who abducted her is 21 years old. He looks exactly like the type of guy who would abduct. Um, a girl. Uh, his name is Thomas Pat, Jake Thomas Patterson, three names, which is always a red flag. Three names has been a red flag since, you know, um, the guy who shot Kennedy and the guy and the guy who shot Martin Luther King, everybody, they, uh, and every serial killer, three names. If you're having a child or you have, or about the thinking about having a child, do not name it three names. It just lends itself to Serial killing, assassinations, or uh, or abduction. So do you, do your child a favor and don't name, and especially don't make one of the middle names Lee, or because <laughs> yeah, I think that's a big one. It seems Lee. That's a good first name. Harvey, Lee Harvey, yeah, Lee yeah. Harvey Oswald, and yeah. it was it was the Kennedy one. But anyway, so this guy's name is three names, and uh, it is Thomas uh, J Jake Thomas Patterson. D don't okay. give your kids the name you don't want your uncles to have. That's, exactly. Yeah. yeah, my uncles are all one named yeah. people. I mean, I'm sure they have a middle name, but they don't use it. Don't use it is what I'm saying. Uh, this guy says so. Now all, it's all coming out about what what he had done. He's driving to work. He works at a cheese factory, which in Wisconsin, perhaps as many. I, I mean, that's their thing, right? Cheese. Mm -hmm. He works at a cheese factory and he's driving to a cheese factory, which I guess he drives a, a, like 45 miles to work. He's driving past this girl's bus stop. This girl's 13 years old. She's the, waiting at the bus stop. He's never met her before. He didn't know her. Never even seen her in the neighborhood. Spots her at the bus stop, says... I'm going to abduct that girl. Says this is what he tells the cops the next day. I'm going to get that girl. Drives off. Was this his first abduction? I, as far as we know, okay, that okay. could change. Cool. Who knows? At this yeah. point, it seems to be his first abduction. He says, "I'm I'm getting that girl." Then I somehow he finds out where she lives. Maybe he knew from being in the neighborhood or whatever. Basically, I guess goes over the first time. Kind of chickens out. Says, "I I, I can't do it." I'm, but he's full-on hell-bent on getting this girl just from seeing her at the bus stop. How fucking crazy is that? So Cesar goes back the next day. Now, they're, once again, they're in the middle of the woods. I guess the father, this girl's father, sees this dude pull up into the driveway. And it's late at night, and they're in the middle of the woods, so anybody pulling up in the driveway is strange. He believes it's a cop, according to what I've read. Goes to the front door. The guy shoots him. Boom. Kills him dead. One bullet. Then the, the mother and this girl, Jamie, get into the bathtub to hide from this fucking guy. This guy breaks into the bathroom, 
basically sees them, the mother, you know, huddling over her daughter to try and save her, tells the mother, I believe, to tape the daughter's mouth. This is all fucking craziness. Tells the mother to tape the daughter's mouth, then kills the mother and takes the girl in his trunk, leaves the house, middle of the woods, drives out. Only one road in and out, I believe. Drive... Now cops have heard gunshots or somebody has, has called the cops hearing gunshots. I believe, I think the mother might've actually called the police. They come, cops come flying the opposite direction. This guy drives past the cop. They don't, he's already, he now, and got the girl in his trunk back to his house, puts the girl into whatever he kept her in uh, under the bed. I, I, I read in this article, he kept her under the bed for uh, long lengths of time, like shackled with no, no food or water or bathroom break or anything like that. So this 13 year old girl for almost three months was trapped under his bed as he had people over the house. Like he would, he, I guess he let her out a little bit, but then he would put her under the bed when people come over the house, which is fucking weird to me that he would even have people over the house while he had that. I don't have people over my house when my bed's not made. Like if I had, if I have abducted someone, there's no way I'm letting anyone over the house because I want to keep my abductions private. So uh, that's just crazy to me, this whole thing. And then the poor girl, I guess some one day he said he was leaving to go to work or or something. Now, of course, you'll see pictures uh, if you look it up of this the inside of this guy's house, like police pictures, and it looks exactly what you'd expect somebody's shitty, shitty house to look like. It's just like a, you know, it's just got like shit all over the place. Um, this is why I tell people to keep your house nice. Uh, try to at, at, at least because... It, it was, don't you don't want to look like a serial killer. This guy's got like those shitty signs up. He's got out out front it says Patterson's Retreat. He's got a sign, you know, one of those carved signs that you get at like um, Magic Mountain or yeah. something. So he's got one of those, which you know almost makes it look like a nice little place that you know like an old couple lives at. But this weirdo lived there, and the girl escapes while he's at work or or somewhere. And just runs down the street. I mean, the poor girl's like dirty. And I got—I don't I think she was ever bathed in, in the, the three months. And she was in his shoes. So, and and some and this nice couple, I guess, sees her, finds her, and they take her in and call the cops. And, and now she's, you know, now she's, you know, rescued at least. Then they find this guy. And and I'm, I, you can't say the girl's good because she'll never be good. But yeah. at least she's out of the situation she was in. It, but then, like a day later, the aunt, she's living with her aunt now because the parent, her parents are dead. So she's living with the killed aunt. Killed the mother too. Killed the mother and the okay. father. Yeah. Now the aunt wow. has put a, put a picture of her on Facebook saying, "Here we are. We're safe and sound. She's gonna be. You know, it's gonna be a while, but we're gonna you know try and get it back to good." Mm, and I'm like, "I don't like that." I mean, either. I'm like, Ugh. "Why the fuck put a picture of this poor girl online? Yeah. This girl has been she's through famous an, enough. I for know the wrong, she's like you know. suffered enough. I'm like the aunt to put a picture of her on Facebook. I, it's just so strange to me. I'm like, gee, leave the fucking girl. Oh, there's already perverts grabbing her off the street just seeing her on the on the fucking bus mm-hmm. stop like why put a picture of her online i thought that was pretty strange but anyway that's a fucked up story right wasn't it man that is this these so white, where how how big was the town then oh i mean I, I mean i don't know the population but it's like it's from what i've gathered in the pictures it's like a tiny tiny Small little town. yeah little town so well and that's crazy too is like i'm sure the murders just rocked that town. i'm sure that was the biggest story there the whole time so the fact that he had people over it's kind of insane. Like everyone in that area has to know about that. And then the other thing, I mean, if you had to find a silver lining here, I mean, the girl, they found the girl, you know, which yeah. normally in a case like that where the parents are murdered, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a matter, you're just going to find the girl dead eventually. But in this case, 
you know, they got her back. I mean, she'll never be right in the head. Like that girl who that had happened two years ago in, in, uh, in Utah. Remember that one? Elizabeth Smart. Her name was with a parent. See, you, that's once again, I, I, I grew up in a, in a household where we did not like company in our house. My father was always weird about having people over. We were always like, he guessed in the home. My father used to, he used to mumble to himself. Anytime anyone came over, he would just mumble, guest in the home, guest in the home. It was, it was you know, strange behavior, <laughs> by, admittedly, but- um, but now you get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Because you don't, having people in your house, you don't need it. Everybody yeah. just meet somewhere else because everybody's home doesn't, and especially if you have children, you don't want freaks in your house because yeah. then they start to, so what happened in the Elizabeth Smart case um, was this guy was, he was like a, a, a Mormon, I believe. So he was one of those people who believed in helping out less fortunate types. So he would hire like homeless people to come over and do yard work. So one day he hires like this homeless dude to come over and work on the roof or something. And he spots Elizabeth Smart. I recall that. Yeah. Who at the time's like 12, I believe or something. And he just comes back a couple days later and grabs this girl out of her bed and takes her into the woods for months. And they eventually found her, but she's never going to be the same. I mean, I see her now. She actually, I think she spoke about this abduction and, um, you see her on TV and you could tell that she's just not right. It's never going to be right. And, and, and it's, I'm not saying it should be. It, it never will be. Well, that's just, a change in your life. You have no say over. Forget about yeah. it. You, I mean, it, who? It's ridiculous. Anyway, don't don't get strangers to come over your house and work on your roof. Get a legitimate guy who has a get someone who's licensed, licensed and bonded. Yes, licensed and bonded. Yeah. Yes, please. Thank you. Thank you, Alex, for the <laughs> license and bond. <laughs> yeah, for do your work. I'll come over and do your work. I do a lot of work. I mean, I I do carpentry, electrical. I could do some landscaping. So, and I'll come over. And I don't. I have no interest in children. I could honest. I can honestly say that. Thank God, because I mean, I guess if you do, if you're one of those. Per- perverts who are interested in kids, there must be a time in your life where you look at a 12 year old and go, that's a good looking 12 year old, you know, like, but, and then you go like, fuck, why, why am I saying that? But thank God I'm not one of those people. Cause yeah, it's gotta be a, a, it's gotta be a fucked up time in your life where you're like, oh, I think that's a good looking one. Well, for every guy that's doing crazy stuff like that, right. there are probably a hundred who are like just biting their knuckles. Like, oh, don't say that, no, no, Alex. No, yeah, no, but no, you're right. Not in yeah. a bad way. I mean, people yeah. who understand that part of being a part of society is you have to practice restraint over whatever your thing is, right, you know? Right. But yeah, man, that's a. Yeah. Hmm. I don't get it. I don't get it. Thank. I mean, I guess that's a good thing. Anyway, uh, should we move on with some other stories? Yeah. Uh, what else do we got? What else you got, Alex? What did you do this week? Anything exciting? Don't go too long. Nope. Nothing. Okay. Nothing exciting. Nothing exciting. Uh, I went to Vegas to renew my driver's license. Oh, that you did mention that last week um, that you were going to do that. I'll okay. tell you this: DMV. In and out with a picture, 20 minutes. I, they are getting better. I must admit. Well, Same thing happened to me. Is it because of the government shutdown? Or are they not, are they know. government employees? I mean, they're they're employed by Clark County, and Clark yeah. County makes a lot of Clark County's got a really good uh, pension program. So I'm a, uh, who knows who knows where their money comes from. But they were telling me that it's because they got rid of their automated system that things got better. Because the way that works out there, you text them like at once you're late, you have an hour to jump back into your line via text. Okay, so people just never show up until they're already late. Oh, and, gotcha, uh, gotcha, made gotcha. it worse. So, yeah, Nevada DMV, uh, California DMV, take some notes. That's what I'll say. Excellent. Thank yeah. you. Thank you very much, Alex, yeah. for that. Uh, That's all I got. On, uh, <laughs> Alex, do no. you, a back, little background on the, in the Las Vegas DMV. If yeah. any of you people are, you know, want to renew your license, I suggest Las Vegas. Um, it's possible. Let's, you know what the other big story this week was? The guy from Amazon is getting divorced. 
Uh, And it's a huge story. Uh, Jeff Bezos Bezos? is going through a divorce, which could, you know, be a billion dollar divorce, I guess, for his wife who, and they have been married for quite some time, 20 years, I believe, or or somewhere close to that. But now some salacious details about this are coming out. He has been texting back and forth with a friend. A friend's wife, ex-wife. Ooh. It's kind of hard to keep up. You guys might know better than me. But uh, the girl's this, her name is Sanchez, I believe. I know who she is. She used to be like a local um, news girl here in Los Angeles. And then she moved on to like extra and stuff like that. Uh, but she's she's been around... Uh, like LA TV for quite some time. So we, we Lauren Sanchez is her name. We here in uh, in Los Angeles know who she is. She was dating a um, agent, a pretty powerful agent here in LA. D- dating, or married, I believe. And uh, and then Bezos knew the agent and her. I guess they got divorced, and Bezos started. So they have texts from Jeff Bezos and her like flirtatious, sexy texts. Post-divorce or pre-divorce? A little bit of both from what I gather. I could be wrong. But um, anyway, they are classic nerdy sexts from a guy who runs Amazon, you would think it's exactly the way what you'd expect. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's not like real dirty. Like if you're a regular fucking dude sexting a girl who you like, you would eventually get to the point where you kind of get real dirty about it. Cause why not? It's just, that's if we're going to do this, let's do this. But this is a Jeff Bezos basically saying like really strange nerd, nerdy things to this Lauren Sanchez. <laughs> like, uh, I'd like to be in you someday or shit like that. I'm not kidding. Like it's, that's basically how it is. And it, go, and, but it's just so embarrassing to read someone else's yeah. sexting. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how it gets out there. Like, it, I feel like it's happening a lot lately. I feel like as soon as this stuff happens, who is it? The, is it the phone companies releasing this information? Is it, how is it becoming a public record? Because now in the last three days, I have read three different stories about, um, different email, whether it be emails or, or, or texts that have come out, um, publicly. Jeff Bezos being one of them. Uh, another one being, uh, this guy who's, who is the, um, who is the lawyer for, uh, the, the El Chapo. Oh, yes. yes. (laughs) He's El Chapo's lawyer. And he was sexting. Now this is, I'll try and stay with me on this one because it gets a little, gets a little convoluted. And as you know, I don't have a lot of facts on my stories. I just have opinions. So this El Chapo's lawyer, they found a bunch of sex from him to a girl who I guess is kind of famous in like the world of New York socialite, sexy. Her name is Sarma Melgalius. Oh, uh, Sarma. Sarma, oh, who Sarma. I guess is a restaurant person. She owns a restaurant. Uh, apparently she has uh, taken many a men into her web and um, and and gotten them to sext her or whatever. The latest being the El Chapo lawyer who sent her a bunch of texts and sex saying, 
I'm getting, I'm having, because no, El Chapo wants women to his prison, is his cell. He hasn't had uh-huh. women in a while. So he's saying, get me women. And the guy's like, I can't get women into the prison. It's just, you can't do that. That's, you got to uh, tunnel into a prison. You can't get some women into <laughs> well, the prison. Well, now he's not in the Mexican prison anymore. He's in like a New York prison, oh, okay. I think. So he can't tunnel anymore. <laughs> but in the Mexican prison, I guess it, it's just a dirt floor. So he can tunnel yeah, anywhere it's, he it's wanted. It's very to. tunnelable. Yeah, it's very tunnelable. This is, uh, he's no longer in a tunnelable, tunnelable prison. So he has to get, so this guy's basically, whether he's bullshitting or not, in the sex he's sending to this girl he's saying I get Chapo girls in there all the time I dress up um, like hot strippers as men and send them in and like we're in some fucking Keystone Cops movie where this is actually going to work so I think it might be bullshit but he's saying that and I'm getting El Chapo women all the time by doing that he's just like boasting stuff that doesn't even so now he's in trouble because they're like well first of all if that's true it's highly illegal and you're fucking off this case and if it's not true we just have weird sex of uses. So now as they're looking through this girl's sex, this girl, um, uh, Sarma, they find ones from Louis C.K. Ooh. Yes. This, uh, Louis C.K., I guess this girl said Louis C.K. gave her herpes. So C.K. is writing back and forth with her saying, hey, I never said I was fully clean. And um, so you can't. It's not, you know, you should have, I, you should have, you know, not, not done it with me. And then he starts going into like weird, like almost comedy bits. You got to read them. You can find them. They're almost like comedy bits about like herpes and shit to this girl via Things you can say at the dinner table. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like so strange. Like, I guess he's like, so, I don't know. The more I read about this fucking Louis CK, he seems completely like clueless to the way the world works, which mm. is strange to me. For a guy who could be so um, and so so good at like observational humor, he doesn't seem to observe life very uh, normally. Anyway, so look up those because, and I believe it's the same girl all involved in it. So those are three different cases of people getting their emails and um, and. What if El Chapo gets Louis CK's herpes? Oh. You see, Alex, now how would that fucking happen if you could send someone would send him to the I don't know. There it just saying there's a web there, there's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh okay. Louis giving back to the people now. He's given criminals her. Can you sue I guess you sue somebody for herpes? Can you sue somebody I'm for sure giving If if you don't herpes? tell them, it's, it has yeah. happened in the past. Yeah. Um Okay. This is something I want to talk about because this is a real thing that's happening. Uh the, the the there's there's a there's a, a cruise happening in 2020. Um, the flat or okay, I'll just read it as exactly how it's it's written in in the paper. Uh, a group of bizarro world Christopher Columbuses, convinced that the Earth is flat, are planning to set sail on what could be a terrifying trip for them: a cruise. The Flat Earth International Conference, this is a real thing, which denies what navigators disproved centuries ago, will embark on a reality-bending voyage in 2020. Precise dates and details are scant, but the group promises to be its biggest, boldest adventure yet. So what they're going to do is there's a Flat Earth International Society. So these are a bunch of people who believe the Earth is flat. Still. I believe Sherry Shepard, the comedian uh, who used to be on The View, years ago said she believes the earth is flat. She didn't say she necessarily believes the earth is flat. She said it hasn't been disproven to me yet that it's not. So until that is done, I believe that it is flat, I guess. So this Flat Earth International Conference is going to get on a cruise in 2020. I guess, I don't know if to prove that the earth, but I don't know if getting on a cruise would necessarily prove that the earth, I don't know if that's going to work for them because you just cruise for days 
and on a, on the on the water. And I don't know if that's going to prove to them that the Earth is not, if they don't fall off the edge. Maybe that they'll be convinced that it's not because I think they believe that you could fall off the edge. Are they look, so? I've seen the flat Earth map. Have you seen that? I it's have like, not. No, there's like a disc, and it almost looks like a bowl. Okay. I wonder if they're gonna go looking for the edge of the ocean. I, so is that is that how it's supposed to? Work? But okay, I so guess, you just stay yeah. in the bot like a sink almost. You'd be in. Just, I, I I could be completely wrong. I don't want to do any uh, disservice right. to any of those true flat the earthers flat out earthers, there. Yeah. But uh, good luck in finding your. Uh, but I think that's pretty fascinating. And I know cruise ships, a lot of cruise ships like to have comedians on board. I would like to uh, I would like to now request that you hire me to be on the Flat Earth International Conference cruise uh, in 2020. I'll, I'll be the entertainment. I think they're, they I probably make already fun. booked it. I won't make fun. <laughs> they probably already be, booked it. <laughs> I'm sure they're, they could definitely find comedians who believe in flat. I think I know a few guys who, who are flat earthers. Um, is Sam Tripoli on the flat earth thing? I don't know. You know, he was the one I was thinking of when I said that. And I like Sam a lot. I don't know if he's on the flat earth I thing. I don't think he's on the flat earth thing. He's on many other things, yeah. but I don't know if it's a flat earth one. But regardless, there are tons of cruise ship comedians who will do it. Well, they'll do anything for yeah, two thousand, you know, 2,500 bucks. <laughs> so, I mean, it doesn't make any, they have no, no pride in, in anything. We should put all the cruise ship comedians on there just in case they do. Find, I'm sorry. No. Sorry to any cruise ship comedians. This is, this is Alex doing bits, which I tell him not to do you know at times but he he can't he has to do jokes he's a young comedian who has to do jokes see i just go through the paper and maybe jokes will come from what i'm saying alex has bits lined up and ready to throw i didn't have a tank. flat earth cruise you, ship you, waited. You, you had one <laughs> in the fucking tank anyway here's another one that uh is strange and interesting a lawyer uh, for an alleged Pennsylvania drunk driver claims that the client's blood alcohol results might have been skewered by her nervous nibbling of her coat. He says she wasn't drunk. She was so nervous when the cops pulled her over, she was nibbling on her coat, and that skewed the uh, results. So he's now fighting to get her off because what she was chewing on, I guess, perhaps had alcohol in it or whatever triggered that fucking um, device. Have you ever had a DUI, Alex? I have not, no. Have you ever been pulled over by the police? Oh, yeah. I've had a ton of speeding tickets. When I was young, I got some speed. Okay. Tickets, yeah. And when the police pulled you over, did they give you, ever give you a DUI test? No. No. No? Never. Okay. I have never had a DUI, although I must admit, and I, it's not a good thing, and I'm, I'm sorry to have to admit this, I've driven drunk many times. Back in the old days, before Ubers and Lyfts, I mean, there were, and I used to be a bartender for many, many years, and we would get fucked up and drive home. Um, it's a terrible thing to do. I'm so glad I don't do it anymore. And uh, I was pulled over a couple of times in states that I probably, I couldn't even fucking stand, let alone drive. And I was let off two different times. Thank God. Did they tell you to like sleep it off or did they just say like drive on home? Just kind of uh, both in both instances, I was very close to my house. Mm -hmm. So I think they were both kind of like, um, uh, just go home. Like I think they were kind of like at the end, end of their it? shift or something. I think it was something like that. And they were like, this could either be another two hours for us. Yeah. And this guy's, you know, a hundred feet from his house, or we can, you know, we can just let him get, get to the house, uh, which I did in both cases. Thank God. Um, so yeah, I got lucky in, in, in that. And I know some, all of my friends, I, I think have had DUIs in the past. Um, and it's just a real shitty day because mm -hmm. you have to stay at the jail for the entire night and then wake up in the morning and leave some shitty jail in, in Van Nuys, California, uh. in the case here. 
So I don't know if you people have had them. Uh, but if you have, you know, come at me and, and tell me all about it on our Facebook page, the Cover to Cover Facebook page, which is now rocketing towards 800 people. We are moving right along on that Cover to Cover Facebook page, almost at 800 people. Uh, so get on there and tell me all about your stories. Some people are, um, are, are going on there. A lot of people want, want me to talk about, you know, things TV related and stuff like that. There, there was another award show that they're happening so fast and furious at this point. I can't even keep up. I mean, I believe it was uh, critics choice was last night. The critic choice was, I didn't even know it was televised, but Lady Gaga won for uh for um stars born and but it also said glenn close won for that movie the wife so i don't know how they both won maybe they 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 separated two categories on that one too okay but then lady gaga went on to do what i was said on last week's podcast that i feel like she's always on the edge of a complete nervous breakdown she won this award and went on to say thank you so much what a great evening it was to spend share this with glenn close and then she went on to write a long diatribe about how her horse is dying. And I'm, it must be very sad to have a horse and it's dying. Did she tell this during the speech or no, was no, 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 no. She had written something. I happened to read it last night. Um, and then she had written something like, I, I had a great time at the People's Choice Awards. Thank you for the award. But my horse is dying. I need your thoughts and, and I need prayers. To, and I need to fly to the horse because he's dying. And I, it must be very sad to have a horse die. I, I, I. I don't know when she got this horse. I thought Lady Gaga lived in New York City uh, or and came from Jersey or something. I don't know when she had time to get a horse or even had the you know the, the ability to corral a horse, but she has a horse and it's dying and she went off on this long thing about how life is more important. This is what I'm saying about Lady Gaga. She's one of those girls who there's always on the, you're very close to just some drama, always, even when things are good. You just won Best Actress Critics' Choice Award for Star is Born. But uh, that sounds great, but my horse is dying. So yeah. it's always that. She always, and I was, I, I, I couldn't have nailed it more perfectly last week when I said she saw She literally had a nervous breakdown the week later when I said it that she was going to have a nervous breakdown. She had one. Um, anyway, back to uh, the guy from Jeff Bezos from. Uh, Ooh, yeah. So he could lose billions of dollars. They're saying it could affect the stock market or whatever, this divorce and da, da, da. But now Bezos is out on the town, you know, just this is the richest man in the world. Stimulating is, the old economy. He could be out there like dating. Yeah. Uh, whoever, you know, whatever girl. I feel so bad for him. For Bezos? Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, obviously his life. But is he's not like a real it, guy who, who who wants to date. He's not like like Tommy Lee or, you know, somebody who like that's a guy who could probably take full advantage of being like a single guy at his yeah. age. But Bezos has gone out, I don't know if you've seen him lately, has gone out and like jacked himself up and he's like really muscular now and stuff, which is strange to look at. I don't know how old he is. He's one of those guys I can't tell if he's thirty five or sixty five. You know, how, you know, yeah. you know those yeah. people. Yeah, uh, he's one of those dudes. So uh, I don't know exactly how old Jeff Bezos is, but um, he, he's. I guess he's going to be out there unless this Lauren Sanchez thing is is going to happen. He uh, he's going to be out on the dating scene. So good luck, girls. I mean, this guy could fucking. Mm. 
You know, you he, better, he, he could be. Watch. He, Sarma, was her name Sarma? Sarma is the, yeah. She's Sarma the, better watch she, out. She is probably going to be out there looking for that. I, I love the fact that New York, I, I don't know if any other city has this. Maybe some of the cities you live in do. But New York seems to have this, this whole like subculture of like girls and guys who just bounce from like, Dude and man to man and woman to woman, but all seem to, yeah, like rich, rich, rich person, a rich person, but they all seem to be fucked up in some way. Like this, like how does this girl meet Louis C.K. and the lawyer yeah, for El Chapo? Yeah. Like I, how, how are they in the same fucking room? Yeah. Like I, I never meet anybody. I could walk around all fucking day to, and go do all my errands. I never see another person that I know. I've seen, I see like the same guy. I see Brody Stevens. You know Brody Stevens? <laughs> you, like he's the one dude I run into more than I ever. 818 till he dies. Exactly. Well, yeah. I, well I'm in the 818 too I and I see Brody just walking the street. I never see anybody good i never said like i like brody but it's never fucking nicole kidman or the lawyer for el chapo i always see brody stevens at, you know walking past the laundromat so i just i don't know if your city has what they have seem to have in new york where it's just like these like, seems to be restaurant tours just hooking up with guys and like in the Hamptons, there was a lot of it, you know, like that girl, remember that girl who fucking drove her car into a restaurant a couple of years ago? I'm sorry. I'm going on a weird, Abby, Abby Lederman or whatever the fuck, not Annie Letterman, the comedian. <laughs> but no, like, uh, it was something. The other thing I want to talk about was a, um, story I read about a, uh, a new chain of stores that they're opening in Tokyo, I believe Japan, Tokyo. Yeah. Uh, called Smash, where you could walk into these stores and for a certain price, I believe it's $30, in some cases 20 depending upon what how much you want to smash, you could just smash things. Oh, Beijing, excuse me, Beijing, China. That's where it's opening. It's opening in Beijing, and the name of the store is called Smash. And uh, you for $23, you could spend a half hour in their anger room where patrons wearing protective gear use hammers and bats to vent their frustrations on household objects while the staff plays music. So they play really loud music, and you sit there and smash uh, computers and phones and windows and bottles, and it says that it helps the peop for people to uh, vent. So instead of going up and shooting up a school, you could walk into this thing for 23 bucks. And uh, it, since since the venture opened in September, customers have smashed around 15,000 bottles every month, says a 25-year-old Jin Meng, who co-founded Smash with her friends. Uh, and it's not, a t it's not intended to promote violence. It's uh, to help people deal with the pressures of living in a big city like Beijing. So go in and smash some shit. This is classic, like, Asian shit, right? Like, they always come up with these this weird fucking... This is the fucking... antithesis of that show that just got big on Netflix, where the Asian lady helps you clean up your house this is the they're just like ruin it yeah there's i heard about this show right you haven't seen well, it well no I, I was watching last yesterday on the today show i was watching they had a segment where uh they, they had a segment, uh, unclutter your house segment. Yeah. And these women, two women came on, two like Yenta women came on and told you how to like fold your shirts. And it drove me crazy because she was doing it with Savannah Guthrie and they had the, the drawer open uh, and they were showing them how to fold the shirts. And then they all walked away and they didn't shut the drawer and nothing <laughs> angers me more. I don't know why. I think I'm like one of those people who has like a, you know, like a, 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 a disorder that I can't walk past open drawers open and drawers. not shut them. Yeah. And it was freaking me out because they were the whole time they're doing another segment like close to the dresser and I could see the drawer open the whole time. I'm like, why didn't you just like shut the drawer? How good are you at drawer? your job? Yeah. Just shut the drawer. Anyway. 
So, and then I was mentioning this to somebody else and they told me about this uh, yeah. thing on Netflix mm -hmm. where the woman goes and tells people how to clean up their homes. In a language they don't even speak. Is, is it really in Japanese? Yeah, she, I think there's a translator there. Yeah. But she literally walks into like, you know, Fred and Margaret's house. So it's like hoarders? No, I don't even think, I think it's not near that bad. I think okay. it's just like she walks in and she's like, all right, let's teach you how to like be more organized. What's the name of the show? I have to know uh, the name of the show. I will look it up. And All right, find, find it because I need to know the name of the show because I feel that I'm becoming- But in, it's their in, viral thing right now. My girlfriend's no, watched I, I, every episode. I, this is what I keep hearing. It's like the third person who's mentioned to me in like the last three days, this show about this woman. So anyway, I was watching that on Today Show. Then I go to the nine o'clock hour of the Today Show, which is driving me insane because, listen, I was no fan of Megyn Kelly. Uh, but then I read last week that they finally did the final deal on Megyn Kelly. NBC has finally cut ties completely with her, but she got $69 million to basically work there for what was it? Three weeks. And she walked away with almost $70 million uh, for that. That's fucking crazy to me. Oh, God, I mean, that's such a brutal loss. Cause then they have to pay, they had to pay Lauer too. I believe they paid Lauer 30 million when he left. Cause he has contractually, you know, there for the rest of the year. And then they had to pay Megan Kelly another, another, 70. Can you imagine the money these people have just to give? That's a hundred million bucks they gave away just to have people just go home. Just we can't, no, no more. Like you got to go. That's fucking crazy. And then we have <clears throat> these people from the government not working. 800,000 people I've heard. And now in here in Los Angeles, we have a teacher strike, which mm -hmm. is another, I believe, I've read 100,000 people or whatever it mm -hmm. is, or, you know, if you're including everybody. So I don't know who's working anymore because there's like a million people in just where I that are not working in this country, and that's let alone you know that's not including you know people who weren't working to begin with, and yet uh, what's a face gets seventy million and uh, and and he and Lauer gets thirty, so now the nine o'clock hour is um is is the four of them it's 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 uh it's um, the, 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 the nice black guy, I forget his name. I don't know their names anymore. The little girl, the, the short blonde girl who does the weather, but she also does, um, like sits at the round table now. Hmm. And of course there's Al Roker and there's another person usually, I don't know any of their names. Like it's not, it's not Savannah Guthrie. It's not, um, it's not, uh, the, the other girl, uh, Hoda Kotsby, Hoda Kotsby. It's not her. These four. All they do is talk about their kids. This one girl, I guess, the blonde girl, weather girl. And we know how you feel about this. Well, how, but here's how anybody feels about it. I, at nine o'clock in the morning, I'm watching a Today show. I don't want to hear. And then little Jimmy was watching the football game and he did, and they videotape everything now because they got, all oh, got phones. So I have to watch how Jimmy's- they watch their Jimmy, home videos. Yeah, like home videos oh. of watching a little Jimmy's reaction to the, you know, the field goal that the Saints kicked or whatever. And I'm like, well- First of all, this shit's boring if I fucking know who you are. Like, mm -hmm. if, if you're my friend showing me that video, I pretend like I'm interested. But listen, I'm, I'm not trying to be an asshole here. Nobody's interested in it. Nobody. It's just not that interesting. If I... It, Am I being an asshole? No, it's not a miracle of life. It's I like everyone grows and goes through these not things. Not even that. It's just, yeah, but you're it's right. Cool. But it's, it's cool when not, it's like your thing you right, created. Right, 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 right. It's just not interesting. The uh, Do you want the uh, the title? Of yes, the what show? is the title? So the show title is Tidying Up. Tidying Up, okay. With Marie Kondo, K-O-N-D-O. Okay. Um, yeah, and. Uh, I'm going to have to watch this and report on it uh, when we get back. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, we'll, we'll <laughs> so. Uh, so anyway, that, the tidying up with Marie Kondo. We'll we'll talk about it next week when I when I watch a few. So that's fascinating. I'll have to watch. that. I can't wait to see her go into that new establishment where the they smash. just destroy stuff. Yeah, and smash. Like, I believe is the name of it. You, that's sweep. in Beijing. You can go smash it. And then so that's the nine o'clock hour of the Today Show where uh, it's just. Uh, people talking about their kids for at least 15 minutes and they all have children. I believe uh, Al Roker's kids are a little older, but he still talks about them as if they're real children. I don't know if the, one of them is, is, seems to have special needs or something. Maybe, maybe they do. I don't know, but he talks about one of them and I know he's an older kid, but he talks about him like he's like a child. Um, and because then he has special. I don't know. Okay. Maybe he does. I, 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 th- I, that could, that could be the case. Yeah. I'm, I'm not being, I'm not no, being I funny. Know, I, I believe know, I know. he might have special needs. I know. Uh, but maybe he doesn't. Then it is funny if he, if he doesn't have special needs. Uh, that, that, that's it. We're at, we're at 45 minutes. This was, we had a little problem here today because we're in a different area because there's been a flood. So I wasn't on my game. I'm, I can't see the paper. It's too far away from me. Normally I'm able to lean over the table and read from the paper. But today, it's so far away. You should see what the fuck is happening in here right now. I mean, first of all, it's not a great situation to begin with. I travel down here every <laughs> Tuesday or Wednesday from uh, a great distance, and I travel through hell to get here. And then once I walk in, it's usually a little nicer. And listen, it ain't paradise, but it's usually nicer than But the signs today. are in English. <laughs> we do our But best. today, it has been flooded because we've had a lot of rain here in Los Angeles in the past couple of days. So they have just moved every, I mean, they don't have much, but they moved what they had over to one corner. And I am now sitting on a, on a couch, Naugahyde, I believe this material is of some sort. <laughs> and, uh, and in front of me is a red table that they got from some sort of pizza hut, uh, closeout sale. And, uh, and so, I, and it's very low. And the, the 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 paper is on that low table. We do mer- need Marie Kondo yes. here. Very <laughs> we bad. Oh, we need Marie Kondo. We need to invite bad. her in. She's gonna, she would walk out. I think yeah. she'd walk she, in and walk out. She'd quit. Yeah. So uh, she or turn this into smash and just yeah, smash just everything smash in. Smash everything. So and so I'm far away from the newspaper, so I can't see the paper because the microphone is very high and the paper is very far away. So I've been kind of going uh, on just a memory of what I was reading last night and this morning. So if I fucked anything up or didn't get to any stories, my apologies. I hope you stuck through the last 45 to 50 minutes. We're going to do it again next week. I'm, you know what? Maybe I'll give you a bonus one this week because this one was a little wet. And there, there's an outside chance we could get Alex could be dead by the time this is over with the electric. There's more. There's wires just lying in puddles over here, which I don't <laughs> think is safe. Um and that's that. But for you, you people, say, people will be on the Facebook page saying like, make sure Alex doesn't get electric. Well, I'll tell you this, weekend. Alex, if you died right now, there'd be 10% of the people on the Facebook page would be fucking thrilled They'd that you're hands dead. up emojis. <laughs> <laughs> and then another 90% who'd be a little sad. And then there's one gay guy who'd be so distraught because he always writes me and says more Alex, please. And then he always says, can you send me a picture of Alex? We need more Alex. So I get, I get tagged in a lot of those requests. for Good. Pictures, I'm so. glad. I'm, I'm going to give you a good headshot of me and you could just fire it off to him uh to the gay guy no to anyone who oh asks. okay yeah. yeah 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 anyway i met this gay guy before he's a super nice guy where, i know you don't go where's there he out? Where's he, he is in of? uh what city is he in i forgot you know i should get his name because he is a real nice guy i forget what city he's in but he's come to see me a few times performing and he's a big fan of yours i bet i could tell you his name Oh yeah, you probably could. Get glasses nice guy anyway now we're going really down some dark roads here uh 
I hope your team, uh, if you live in those cities where those teams are playing this weekend, I hope they win. I'm pretty excited about it because let me tell you something. I know the New England Patriots, it, everyone's bored by them. But I have to say, it is fun to watch somebody completely dominate. And everyone's rooting against this fucking just guy, um, Tom Brady, and that team. And they just keep doing it time and time again. And we all know from being sports fans how that's I pay, I sent that picture out already that that one oh, year. That one? About yeah. to show me yeah. Uh how hard how hard it is to do that. And the fact that they're going into their eighth AFC championship game in a row is unbelievable. And they looked better than any of the teams this week. Uh so if they keep up the way they played last week, they're gonna kill the Kansas City Chiefs. That's the other team, the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. And if anybody For lives the first in, time in a while, yeah. Uh, yeah. If anybody lives in Kansas City, my apologies. But uh that's gonna be a wild game. Actually, honestly, they both are. And the Rams and the, and the Saints will be a wild game. So I'm going to be... Oh, shit. My dates. I didn't do it again, Alex. My fucking dates. Please stay with me. Here goes, because I had such a great time in uh, in Rochester. I want to give out a few dates where I'm going to be coming. Everyone always says, when are you coming to Orange County? Come to Orange County. Yeah, I'm fucking coming to Orange County with these guys who run this podcast. Comedy Pop-Up. They do a show in Orange County, and I will be there. Huntington Beach, California, at a place called The Rec Room this Friday. Beautiful. The 18th at the rec room at 8 o'clock at night. This place is, we got to go to the rec room. It's a great place. It's in like a big it's in thing. A where you can bowl, alley, yeah. But it's like a fun bowling alley game room yeah. and the comedy clubs on the side. Please come to that. Then I'm at a place called the Sand Trap in Beaumont, California with what, Alex what? Yep. on Saturday night, the 19th. I don't know anything about this gig, uh, but it, I hear it's really fun. A lot of people do it. So I'm going out there with a couple of really good comedians, uh, Patrick Keene, uh, Alex, myself, and uh, a few others. It'll be fun. If you're out that way, please come. Beaumont, California, Huntington Beach, California. Then I go back to the East Coast where I just came from, had a blast. This is a little bit of a strange place I'm playing. It's a brewery called Cisco Brewery that the guy from in Boston does once a month. He does gigs at this place uh, in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. I don't know anything about Portsmouth, New Hampshire, but I'm coming there the 25th and 26th, Friday night, Saturday night in January. And I see a blizzard is coming. There's a blizzard on the way, like way off. I was watching Al Roker this morning, and he said, this blizzard is coming to pound the East Coast right about when I'm going to get there. So if that happens and I get stuck there or I'm not able to make it, I'm going to do my fucking best to make it to the uh, Portsmouth Cisco Brewers. And I would love you people to come. It's only 20 bucks, and we're going to have a good time. One show Friday to Saturday. Or maybe it's one and one. I'm not even sure. I think it's maybe just one and one. But it's going to be a blast. My fucking live show is fun. Anybody who's come to them can tell you. You have to come out. Hang out with me. And if listen here. I'll do you this. If any of you people work for the government and you have been furloughed and you were continuing to be furloughed on January 25th and 26th and you live in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, I will fucking take you to lunch on me. You get whatever you want. Bring your fucking family. I really don't care. I'll pay for it. You get appetizers. You get two drinks. Don't get fucking crazy. You get two drinks, all right? And I will pay for it because what you have to go through is shitty and I will take you out to lunch on both. I'll take one. I'll take somebody out Friday. I'll take somebody out Saturday. And we will go out and I will pay for it. And, uh, and that's that. And if you live in Huntington Beach and you're a teacher, that sucks too. But I don't think it's Huntington Beach that's affected. Anyway, 
Man of the people. How do you like that? I'll take you out. And I'm not shitting you. So write me. And thank you to the girl who sent me. I Shit, I wanted her name. Just some girl sent me $25 on Venmo just for the fuck of it. She's like, hey, man, I, I'm entertained by your podcast. And I, don't know, I know you don't get paid for this shit. So here's 25 bucks. And last night, I did another podcast. Then I went to a little diner. And I spent 25 bucks this diner. And I said, hey, you know what? That was on that person so thank you for that goodbye everybody let's do it again next week the numbers on this podcast have been fantastic but what needs to happen now is you need to go out there and you need to tell all your friends and we need to get everybody to come listen to it they're going to be better than this week's because this week's there's a flood but we made it through alex still alive i'm alive so we did it let's do it again next week i love you all bye bye seeking the truth never gets old Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.